the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is Father John Zulsdorf with another podcast. We welcome as our guest today the Missali Romanum, more precisely the Roman Canon, the first Eucharistic prayer. We are going to hear the new translation of the Roman Canon today and make a rapid comparison of the new translation with the lame duck version to help you get this new, more sacral, more accurate, more elevated, better version into your ears. Far and wide, preparations are being made for the reception of the new translation of the Missale Romanum, the Roman Missal. Now, many curious people may be reading the texts, uh, but it occurred to me the other night when I was speaking with a priest friend of mine that perhaps really not all that many people have done so, uh, and even fewer have actually heard the texts. I, am, I suspect that not many people have actually sat down and tried to read them out loud or have heard them read. Now, critics of the New Translation frequently say that the New Translation is awkward to pronounce and hard to understand. I am not in the least convinced of that, but I think after hearing uh, the New Text, you will be able to quickly to decide for yourselves. So let's hear the New Translation of the first Eucharistic prayer, which is properly called the Roman Canon. We'll hear it both in the lame duck version, now still in use, and the new version, which is approved, but not yet approved for use, though it will be soon. And as you listen to the new version, keep your ears tuned for a few things. Now, from the onset, the new version begins with God rather than us. Now, the advantage of starting with the phrase, to you, therefore, most merciful Father, is that it sticks to the structure of the Latin, te egitur, clementissimi pater. So to, it's to you, the focus is on God. And having that T at the beginning of the text uh, allows those who are going to be making the actual book the chance to restore the decorative T at the beginning of the canon. Latin editions traditionally have a, a decoration around the T associated with the image of the crucifixion. Sometimes the facing page in front of the canon actually has a crucifixion scene and the cross is the T for the beginning of the canon. So you'll also notice how the word inventory shifts in the new version. There are many more sacral words, more elevated words, and there are clearer references to mercy and also to our own humility. Uh, there will be uh, repetitions and parallel phrases in the new form that are much more easily recognized. You know, that's useful because repetition in prayer, especially ritual prayer, helps us to move out of a mindset which might be still partly locked in the dealings of the world and moving out of that and more deeply into what it is we should be doing, what, should, what we should be praying. Repetition helps that. It helps us move into the sacred action. 
Also, uh, the whole concepts are restored to the New English version that were absolutely just expunged, just ignored in the lame duck version still in use today. Uh, you'll, when you hear uh, the newer version, these will probably pop right out at you. Now, the most striking difference uh, and one of the most important and most hotly debated in the course of the preparation of the new translation is, of course, in the, trans, in the consecration forms. Words and concepts uh, have been restored and everything has been more accurately translated. And in the consecration of the uh, most precious blood, there is that proper translation of the Latin phrase pro multis, which in Latin means for many. Now with that, just to tune your ears a little bit, let's hear first the lame duck version to get it into our ears, and then we'll hear the newer, more accurate version which is coming. Uh, in both cases, I will include the dialogue preface in Sanctus, since the whole preface is deemed to be part of the Eucharistic prayer. And also, you'll notice that throughout, I use the option of saying, through Christ our Lord, Amen, in the manner of the older form of Mass. That's an option in the new Mass, but I don't think too many priests use it. So I wanted to give you fair warning that I do. So without further ado, let's get into the lame duck translation, followed by the newer translation of the first Eucharistic prayer. Tehigitur clementissime pater, per Jesum Christum filium tuum dominum nostrum supplices orgamus ac petimus, uti accepta habeas et benedicas ec dona hec munera hec sancta sacrificia ilibata, in primis quae tibi oferimus pro ecclesia tua sancta catholica, quam pacificare, custodire, aronare et regere dineris toto orbe terarum. The first Eucharistic prayer, properly known as the Roman Canon, in the lame duck version still in use. I'll include the dialogue at the beginning of the preface in the Sanctus. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Then there follows the preface. Then, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We come to you, Father, with praise and thanksgiving through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him we ask you to accept and bless these gifts we offer you in sacrifice. We offer them for your holy Catholic Church. Watch over it, Lord, and guide it, grant it peace and unity throughout the world. We offer them for Benedict, our Pope, for name, our Bishop, and for all who hold and teach the Catholic faith that comes to us from the Apostles. Remember, Lord, your people, especially those for whom we now pray. Remember all of us gathered here before you. You know how firmly we believe in you and dedicate ourselves to you. We offer you this sacrifice of praise for ourselves and those who are dear to us. We pray to you, our living and true God, for our well-being and redemption. 
In union with the whole church, we honor Mary, the ever-Virgin Mother of Jesus Christ, our Lord and God. We honor Joseph, her husband, the apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude. We honor Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damian, and all the saints. May their merits and prayers gain us your constant help and protection, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, accept this offering from your whole family. Grant us your peace in this life. Save us from final damnation, and count us among those you have chosen, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed approve our offering. Make it acceptable to you, an offering in spirit and in truth. Let it become for us the body and blood of Jesus Christ, your only Son, our Lord. The day before he suffered, he took bread in his sacred hands, and looking up to heaven, to you, his Almighty Father, he gave you thanks and praise. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again he gave you thanks and praise, gave the cup to his disciples, and said, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the cup of my blood, the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. It will be shed for you and for all, so that sins may be forgiven. Do this in memory of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. And I'll take the second option, because the first option isn't actually in the Roman Missal. Dying, you destroyed our death. Rising, you restored our life. Lord Jesus, come in glory. Father, we celebrate the memory of Christ your Son. We, your people and your ministers, recall his passion, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension into glory. And from the many gifts you have given us, we offer to you, God of glory and majesty, this holy and perfect sacrifice, the bread of life and the cup of eternal salvation. Look with favor on these offerings and accept them, as once you accepted the gifts of your servant table, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the bread and wine offered by your priest Melchizedek. Almighty God, we pray that your angel may take this sacrifice to your altar in heaven. Then, as we receive from this altar the sacred body and blood of your Son, let us be filled with every grace and blessing through Christ our Lord. Amen. Remember, Lord, those who have died and have gone before us marked with the sign of faith, especially those for whom we now pray. May these and all who sleep in Christ find in your presence light, happiness, and peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. For ourselves, too, we ask some share in the fellowship of your apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all the saints. Though we are sinners, we trust in your mercy and love. Do not consider what we truly deserve, but grant us your forgiveness, through Christ our Lord. Through him you give us all these gifts, you fill them with life and goodness, you bless them, and make them holy. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, for ever and ever. Amen. The first Eucharistic prayer, properly called the Roman Canon, in the newer, now approved translation. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
it is right and just. Then there's the preface, which concludes, Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you first of all for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Benedict, our Pope, and name our Bishop, and all who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and Apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you, for them and all who are dear to them, we offer you the sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and fulfilling their vows to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, spouse of the same Virgin, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Clinus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damian, and all your saints, through their merits and prayers, grant that in all things we may be defended by your protecting help, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation, and counted among the flock of those you have chosen, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his Almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith And I'll take the first option. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. 
Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon them with serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing through christ our lord amen remember also lord your servants who have gone before us marked with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. To us also, your sinful servants, who hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beg you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord. Through him you continue to create all these good things, O Lord. You make them holy, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us through him and with him and in him to you O god almighty father in the unity of the holy spirit is all honor and glory for ever and ever amen Omnis honore gloria per omnia secula seculorum. Amen. So there we have the translations of the First Eucharistic Prayer, properly called the Roman Canon. The lame duck version followed by the newer version. I'm sure you heard a lot of new things in there. It probably struck your ears as kind of strange, and I bet you were paying attention more closely as it went along. Now that consecration form for the precious blood needs just a moment. I've written many, many things about this, but just in a nutshell, we all know that Christ died for all. He died for all people, everyone who ever lived or would live. His sacrifice was made for all of humanity in its entirety, and that's without question. But the fact is, not all people will accept the fruits of salvation. They, some will reject the gift that was obtained through his sacrifice. Some will not be saved. 
Therefore, many will be saved, and it might be a huge number, but not all will be saved. The Latin says pro multis. That means for many. And even though there are some scholars who go back to look at Scripture and have made arguments that the Greek, uh, that it goes back to, really means all rather than many, uh, first of all, this is not a translation of Scripture. Joseph Ratzinger, in his book The Spirit of the Liturgy, explains very clearly that the liturgical texts constitute their own theological source, and in translating them, we must be faithful to what they say. Even though you know they may be drawn, they may be drawn from Scripture, they constitute their own theological source. So translating liturgy is not the same thing as translating Scripture. And so we have to translate pro multis accurately. Pro multis. Also, when we go back to uh, the Vulgate of Jerome, you know, who was working, uh, which which gave us our you know Latin text, and the older Vulgate, which gave us our Latin text, um, the old Latin versions, you know, even before the Vulgate, those the choice was made for multis there, and not omnibus, and that means something, even though they were working from ancient texts, also the Greek and the and the Hebrew. Now the Eastern churches. Catholic churches and their translations of their divine liturgies, they say for many, not for all. The Roman Catechism, which was issued after the Council of Trent, has a paragraph which describes why the church does not say for all, pro omnibus, why we say pro multis. So there are many good reasons for doing this. And in the end, the Pope, Pope Benedict, Uh, made the decision that this was going to be the way it was going to be translated in English and all the other vernacular versions. See, not all of the other languages of the world were consistent on this. Some said for many, some said for all. But now all of them are going to say for many. Now the Pope reserves to himself the approval of translations of the forms of sacraments. And Pope Benedict made this decision for very good reasons, uh, and reasons that he had pondered deeply for many years before his election to the See of Peter. And he did this after long consultation, both before and after his election as Pope. And it was the right decision. And now it is part of our new translation. And so we have to get this into our ears and also try to understand the reasons for the change and all the other changes that we are going to hear in our prayers so that we can explain them to others who may have lots of questions about them. There was a time, a long, long time ago Chevys and Levis played on the radio No cell phones, just 20,000 lights Swaying on a Saturday night, all right Can you imagine that slice of time? Rock and roll was young people's student line To hear music that played into their lives That you could carry till the day you die Hey man, sing me a song When we were everyone We were more than just a slice of American pie Have you read my blog today? 300 million little 
finally, I'd like to share a little feedback with you that I received in my voicemail. I was having a terrible time with my voicemail through Skype for a long time. Skype is that voice over internet service that allows me to receive voicemail. I couldn't I couldn't download it. I couldn't listen to it, but I I solved the problem in at least at least one of my computers so I now can hear your messages. I have a phone number in the USA and a phone number in the UK that people can use to call and leave voicemail. And here is one that I appreciated particularly. Good morning, Father Z. My name is Greg. I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. I'm a frequent uh, reader, occasional commenter. I want to first thank you and your readers for the prayers that were offered for my surgery on May 13th. I wish I could report a full recovery, but I can't. Uh, I went back into surgery again on the 14th, and that also did not go especially well. Uh, My prognosis is yet uncertain. Your podcasts have been a great help to me in these very difficult times, both ones that are seasonal and ones that are not seasonal. And I thank you for all the great things you do for uh, those of us that are also members of the body of Christ. Good day. Whenever I get voicemails with requests for prayers, I always include them in my prayer list, and I remember them at the altar and also with my daily rosary. And I'm very glad that these audio projects are useful for some of you out there. Thank you very much for your feedback. And with that, I'm going to wrap this up. Please do come and visit at the blog, wdtprs.com. That's Whiskey Delta Tango Papa Romeo Sierra.com. If that's a little hard to remember, just remember fatherzonline.com or just Google Father Z. What does a prayer really say? You'll eventually find it. You'll find it. You'll be able to tell people where to find it. And in the meantime, as you scribble down those letters, please pray for me as I will for you. American pie